Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mike. Diabetic peripheral neuropathy uh, is something that at least I have a difficult time dealing with in patients. There are a number of different approaches. None of them seem to be a home run. Diabetic uh, neuropathy is, is common complication of diabetes, leads to the gradual loss of what we think are, are long nerve fibers. Symptoms usually begin distally and symmetrically, often in the, the toes and the feet. There's also a sensory loss, and with sensory loss comes the risk of foot ulcers and infections, and that can lead to amputations. It seems that somewhere between 15 and 20% of patients have painful symptoms that can limit function and decrease the quality of life. Again, uh, there's lots of opportunities to treat this. Uh, the pain can be persistent. Therapies often of limited value. It should be noted that there are some non-medication approaches to diabetic neuropathy. Returning to medications, there are several medicines for this type of pain control. These medicines come from different classes. But the question is, is there any evidence that any one of these is any better than any other? You found a poem. It comes from The Lancet, published in 2022. It starts on page 6. 680. It attempts to answer the clinical question, are amitriptyline, duloxetine, or pregabulin effective in decreasing a pain in adults with diabetic peripheral neuropathy? Mark, are they effective and is one of them better than the others? They are effective. And so this was kind of a complicated study design, though. They had 130 patients with diabetes and pain with a distal symmetrical polyneuropathy for at least a few months. It was a crossover trial. So participants were randomly assigned to three 16-week pathways. And then those 16-week pathways were separated by a two-week washout period. So everybody got all three different combinations. The first one was oral amitriptyline, followed if needed by pregabalin. Pregabalin, followed if needed by amitriptyline. And duloxetine, followed if needed by pregabalin. So each pathway, they started with the medication, the single first medication. After six weeks, they said those who had a, still had significant pain were classified as, as, I'm sorry, those who had reduction in pain that was significant were classified as responders and stayed on the single drug. Those who didn't got the second drug added for the last 10 weeks. So they looked at the pain, you know, in these three different sets of combinations. And pretty complicated study, but quite creative and, and really quite powerful design. So uh, most of the participants had type 2 diabetes. The vast majority were white, as is sadly all, often the case in, in research. I think this study came out of uh, Europe. Although 130 patients started, only about 97 made it to the second pathway and 84 to the third. So there was some dropout. At the end of six weeks, the proportion of responders was similar for the three drugs, amitriptyline, duloxetine, and pregabalin. About a third had a response to the monotherapy. At 16 weeks, the proportion of responders was similar again for the three different combinations. So it didn't really seem to matter which combination you used. Again, about half responded 
to a combination. So that's good news. About a third respond to one drug, half to two drugs for a pretty persistent and, and troublesome problem. What they did find that the adverse events differed. And so if a patient's complaining of dizziness, then amitriptyline followed by pregabalin is going to be the best option. If they're having nausea, then that would also be the best option. If they have dry mouth, then the best option is pregabalin supplemented by amitriptyline. So they have different combinations of um, adverse effects. All were pretty similarly effective. From a clinical perspective, this is very helpful, assuming that none of the uh, symptoms that you're talking about, the dizziness, the nausea, the dry mouth, are, are common. It, it seems like it doesn't really matter which combination you go with, but uh, it, you might as well start uh, on a dual uh, regimen. Is that correct? Well, actually, a third of the people you know, do well on one drug. So I would actually start with one drug and then, mm. if needed, add a second one. Because a third of the folks never needed a second drug. They did fine on one drug. So can control it with one drug? By all means, that, that should be our goal. Thanks, Mark. We will talk to you next week. Okay. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 